Do you believe in the idea there is like one person out there for you? Like there is the one. That person is the one. And then maybe one of two things happens. Maybe you either think, am I with the one or will I ever find the one? Well, today with Leah, our therapist friend, we break down this idea. Is there the one? Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to a new week of Certified Mama's Boy. We are a podcast that is based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So we got a situation on our hands, and I'm not quite sure how to handle this. I think I'm going to leave this up to certified fans to figure this mess out here. (laughs) Um, We were aiming to be the number one podcast in podcast magazine for 12 (laughs) consecutive months. Right. Uh uh And that was our goal. We had, you know, we had done it and I was like, let's, you know, let's try to go for 12 months. And if we ever don't go, because it's kind of cool to be like, we were the number one podcast in podcast magazine for a whole year, you know? Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, But then we said, all right, well, if we slip out of first place for one month, then Mm. we should just like drop it because then it's like, you know, what's it was kind of like our little mission, our little mini mission that we were on <laughs> over here just to give us something to do. Yeah. And uh, so I get the podcast charts on Friday. And I start looking at them and I was like, wait a minute. We're number two for Certified Mama's Boy. And like, dang it, that sucks, man. Like we've been working so hard and this is like I know we've been voting a lot and we've been doing the reminders and everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. And I um, I didn't realize that the number one podcast was going to be friggin' Kramer and Jess Uncensored. <laughs> so I know. We, I love it. I don't even know how that happened. Honest to God, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know. It really makes – their they're, they're voting system is confusing to me because we've had some weird things happen in the past too. I think sometimes they just kind of make it up. Like somebody's like oh. late for a deadline. They just start switching things up to make it interesting. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to do now because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's not as cool if we're not twelve consecutive months. Yeah. Um, for certified mama's boy, and I said, remember, I said, if we, if we ever don't get first place, uh huh, then we're, we're done. That's it. We're gonna drop uh-huh. out. Uh huh. Now that we're gonna drop out, we're just gonna like, that's it. Like, we're just not gonna focus on it as much. We're just gonna, uh-huh. you know. So we spend a lot of time as a podcast talking about it. We spend a lot of time voting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do now. I don't because that's what I said. I mean, I set some boundaries. The boundaries were set, mm-hmm. and now I'm like confused on what we should do. So what do you what what goes through your head, Mom, with all this? Well, I think it's fine. I mean, it's still in the family. I was yeah, excited. I mean, yeah, if, if anybody to beat me, I'm glad it's me. <laughs> that's right. You know. <laughs> I That's can't even like, take that joke. That was, that was Donald joke. Yeah, Donald, <laughs> our good buddy, podcast buddy Donald said, uh, "Yeah, the only person to beat Kramer is Kramer." <laughs> but I don't. I just don't know what to do with it now. Now I'm just kind of like, "Whoa, <laughs> do we stay? Do you know? Do we keep going at this point? Like, yeah. how do I want? I want everybody's vibe on Podcast Magazine. How we're feeling about this? I don't really know everyone's everyone's take on it. You know? Well, and you don't um, you don't solicit votes. On Kramer and Jess. Every right. now and then when I remember. Okay. Usually by the time of that, it's, it's been so much. busy, I kind of forget about it. I, with mm-hmm. sort of my mom's boy, I have such an agenda of every day of like, okay. Yeah. We just kind of, Jess and I just kind of go in. It's the end of the, sh- end of the radio show and we're just kind of vibing, you know. I don't right. really have much of a plan or a, 
that one's not as structured as the show is, you know, yeah. which believe it or not, the show is structured, which I know blows your mind. <laughs> blows my mind too. So, uh, but I don't know. It's certified fans get on the page. Let's talk about that. They're not yeah. really sure how you're, how you're feeling about keeping going. You want to keep going. You want to try to go all, because I mean, technically we're still number one, kind of, sort of, in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. Or are you getting sick of, are you getting burnt out? Why don't you, let's get Chris of you. It would be amazing and, and start that conversation over there. I'd love to see how it goes. Yeah. Um, right, can we, can we talk about gas prices? I feel like this, this <sighs> podcast would be a miss if we didn't complain about gas prices for a second. I have two gas station things I want to talk about. Okay. So I had to fill up over the weekend yeah. and, this is the only time I feel like I'm going to be able to harass San Diego about anything. Because for the last four months, you guys have been able to harass me about um, weather. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I get the opportunity to come back and harass you about something, even though mine's not that much better. Mm-hmm. So I had to go fill up this weekend. I guess I didn't realize how much gas prices had jumped in just a, like, in just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, usually when I fill up three fifty ish, three forty, three fifty a gallon. Mm-hmm. And now when I when I went to fill up over the weekend, it was three three ninety-five. Yeah. Three dollars and ninety five cents. Three dollars and ninety-five cents. It was seventy-two dollars to fill up my Jeep. <gasps> wow. It's kind of felt like I was back in California for a second. Yeah, I was like, no I, joke. I wasn't like in complete shell shock because I was kind of used to California prices. Yeah. Uh but well, mom, uh, how much how much are gas prices in um in Dawsonville well, right you now? Know, I said earlier that it was at three ninety nine in Atlanta, but actually it's three ninety nine in Dawsonville, and it was four oh nine in Atlanta. That's so much money. Yeah. Well, we yeah, it's it was crazy coming, right now. You know, because of the, the Russian. Oh yeah, the Russian oil refineries. You know, we get they so got much gas of over oil. there. We get so much of our oil from Russia. No, now we're that. not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, now all the refineries are are kind of get, trying to get together to make to make ends meet and. Gas prices are up, so watch your airplane flights too, because that's true. The second highest expense um, for flying is gas, right? So, well, I um, yeah, I, oh yeah, I posted it's all the, the picture Ukraine stuff. Posted a picture mm-hmm. of the gas prices on the uh, on my Instagram, mm-hmm. and I, of course, everyone in San Diego started going crazy because mm-hmm. I think there it's around six dollars a gallon, I guess, in San Diego right now. So wow. for all of our Atlanta listeners, Phoenix, I don't know how much. Usually, Phoenix was was cheaper, but I don't know how much gas is in in Phoenix right now. But I'm guessing it's probably somewhere around three four dollars a gallon. Wow! Uh, but I saw an, a news article that said a station in L.A was now $7 a gallon. <laughs> wow. $7 a gallon for yeah. gas. Mom, how much was gas when you were a kid? Do you remember, like, what's, what's the first gas oh, price you can remember? Gosh, like a dollar and something is the lowest I can remember. But no, I don't there's remember no way. how old I was. Yours has to be way lower um, than that. Because when, when I started that's the driving. I remember. Yeah. When I started driving, it was 89 cents a gallon. It was? Yeah, it was 89 cents oh. a gallon. Because I can fill up my tank for under – my dad would usually give me $20 for gas, which I know everyone gets – every time I tell that story for some reason, I get so much hell for that. Your dad just gave you money just to get gas? Yeah. (laughs) And I was so spoiled. But yeah, if I needed gas money, he would give me like $20, right? Uh And I could usually – I could always fill up my car for under that. Yeah. So it was no big deal. Yeah, I don't Um, know. That's a question for Jimmy Mack. I but can't you, remember. You, what's you don't remember like when you started driving or anything like how much? No, because my dad always filled up the car for oh. me. I never had to 
do well, that. That's worse than me. God, that just gave me money. I didn't realize your dad was out there filling the tank up for you. That's, that's first well, class. I drove the family car. You know, my, my okay, dad and I yeah. were the only two that could drive. My mother couldn't drive. So yeah. I drove the sedan and my dad drove the truck. Okay. So, yeah. So he kept it filled up for me. So I don't really remember. Um, I'd be curious if you can remember the first gas price you ever saw. Like, what was that gas price? Because for me, I remember specifically it was, yeah, it was three, I know, sorry, it was 98, 98 cents. I'm sorry, 89 cents. Wow. For a gallon of gas. And that just seems wow. like a steal now. But, but then it also makes me realize that for me. <laughs> it was literally, let me think about this. That would have been, I've been 16. I'm now 38. So that, that would have been 20, uh, 20 some odd years ago, right? Uh-huh. right? Yeah, about 20 years ago. Yeah. But that seems like a big jump for 20 years, right? Mm. Things are just so well, expensive right now. This inflation stuff is so scary. Everything has gotten so much more than 20 years ago. I know. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a gas station etiquette question, though, because this, this was driving me crazy over the weekend, right? So I went to the gas station, and it's the worst when you, when you pull in and there's every spots full you know at the uh-huh. tanks yeah and you always got to like sit there and wait it doesn't happen all the time but this one gas station i go to is regularly busy uh-huh. and i feel like when there is a when you you should observe the situation right i think you would know right like if you pulled into the gas tank and you knew or the gas station you knew it was busy uh-huh. you obviously would know people are waiting you would look around you probably see people waiting yeah you would know it right and, and yeah. i would think that most human beings would then think, okay, that I need to be of, of haste. Yeah. Get out right? of here as soon as possible and let someone else come in. So let me tell you what I saw this weekend. As I'm sitting here, I was the next person up for gas. Uh-huh. And I'll be damned, this person right in front of me did not fill up their tank and then walk inside <gasps> to get like some food. Oh, no. Without moving it's, their car yeah. from the pump. Is that a big no-no in oh, our in, in our mind? To me, that listen, is. Oh if gosh! It, there, it wasn't like there were no spaces at the at the convenience store. Yeah, right? they yeah. were there, but it was <sighs> yeah. It, that was a but they had no. Uh, they didn't even think to move their car up there. And, and listen, mm-hmm. I had no problem with that mentality if you're just if it's if, if it's not busy, right? Like if there's not people waiting. Uh-huh. But yeah, I feel right. like that should be a uh, almost like a An gas station sin. Rule. Yeah, a gas station yeah, sin. Exactly. That's just if people are waiting courtesy. for you to go inside uh, just to be able to, you know, oh boy, <laughs> to get your snacks or whatever you're gonna get, you know. Yeah. It just didn't, and it now you, right. dare, you don't dare confront anybody now. No, I know. Of course not. I just sat there. I was just, I was just in disbelief. I mean, am I wrong by feeling that way or would you feel the same way? Oh, no. I would be irate. I mean, irate's I a lot. So, <laughs> I, I would be furious at that. I mean, because you probably couldn't back up and go anywhere else, could you? Was there someone behind you? Yeah, there's people like waiting. I mean, I, oh I could have like driven around the circle, but I just, you know, I was like, this oh, is, oh, man. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, that's a. Uh, you know, gas stations yes. are such scary places in Atlanta. I mean, Maggie, when she goes to the gas station, you know, she gets in her car and locks her doors while her car is filling up. I mean, it's so crazy. You know, people people are uh, I, hijacking listen, I, their cars and 
still Can we add, hang on and- i need to have an honest talk with people that live in georgia for a second yeah my parents and my sister who are not the most my parents you know are old people that live up <laughs> hours away from atlanta an hour an hour plus um no. <laughs> plus <laughs> <laughs> From the heart of Atlanta, a little over an hour. Uh-huh. Okay. My sister lived, but my sister's literally the scaredest human being on the face of the earth. Well, but it's scary. On our weekly calls, they love to talk about how scary Atlanta is now. Mm-hmm. Now, I live in Baltimore, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Baltimore is known to not be the most safe of uh-huh. cities. Uh-huh. And I don't feel genuinely scared here. Yeah, um, I would not feel like when I was at the gas station, and, and and the crime rate in Baltimore way higher, by the way, than the crime rate in Atlanta. Yeah, is Atlanta really scary? Well, it is to me. <laughs> like My, I've uh, never like getting in the ga- getting in your car oh, and locking yeah. your door. Yeah, like oh, what is going to happen? And I encourage her to do that because Mom, people, are people are hijacking. People are hijacking cars, no, and they're, they're stealing your bags out of your car. <laughs> like, like how often? Once. <laughs> this is what I'm afraid happens. My parents are in this little bubble up north, and they see a news story. Which, obviously, working for the media, I know you take one story and you exaggerate it because it gets good rating, and then. People just get scared. My sister's already scared of everything. And my parents are up here just encouraging her. Uh, right. Like if you're in like we have, we have, we have a ton of people that listen in Atlanta now. Like, is it genuinely a scary place or my parents and my family overreacting? Yeah. Come it? on, Atlanta girls. Tell us. I mean, I think it's more scary for girls than guys. That's fine. You know? I mean, I'll, I'll hear either side. <laughs> I just, I, I was there not too long. I never feel scared when I'm in Atlanta. I just don't feel scared. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go to scary places. No, but like, well, she I would, I would never a scary think, place. But. I would never think to get in my car and lock the door when I'm trying to fill yeah. up a tank of gas when I'm yeah. in Atlanta. I'm always encouraging her to do that. But see, I feel like that's only adding to the anxiety of it. <laughs> like my sister's well, already maybe. like a, a 31-year-old baby, you know? Like <laughs> 32-year-old baby <laughs> over here, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know Atlanta people honestly because I, whenever I hear I, I just my parents act like it's like the, the scariest place on the face of the earth now <laughs> and I get it there's like there was like a shooting in a mall like six months ago and like mm-hmm. it, you felt like you know but are we taking one isolated incident and just making Atlanta thing. seem so scary now it's still um, I know everyone that lives in LA Baltimore <laughs> um, Chicago <laughs> Detroit everybody's rolling <laughs> their eyes right now because there was one shooting six months ago <laughs> I literally, I probably see a shooting. I looked at my window too long, you know. I'd probably well, be shooting before the end of this podcast. I love it. I, I do love Atlanta, and I loved it when we lived there. But I'm telling you, every time I go down there now, I'm always so happy to come back home because the traffic's horrible. Everything is more expensive. It's, you know, it's more dangerous. It's more risk involved. It's just like, I don't think well, we can Atlanta go people, back you down let me know. There. Are you, yeah. Do you genuinely feel scared in the city now? Or? lives in Atlanta. There's a, lot of, a lot of people live in Atlanta. Know. You know, we got a lot of Atlanta listeners. So you can you can get the real opinion because I just I'm, I'm I'm tired of hearing how scary Atlanta is when I'm sitting up here in Baltimore. Like I just don't. Just seems like weak sauce to me now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's an anonymous quote. The smallest deed is better than the grandest intention. And I saw this quote this week and I thought about myself because I went this week 
to visit my friend Shirley, Mm -hmm. who lives in assisted living. And we, you know, she has a little scooter. So she got on her little scooter and she's showing me all around the place. And there were so many people that we ran into, women, one man, but mostly women, maybe five or six, that you could tell really enjoyed just chatting, right? Right. And I thought, you know, what I should do when I come here with Shirley is we should just go and really spend time with some of these women because she's wanting to make friends. And I love hearing older than me people. I love hearing their stories. So I was thinking next time I visit her, we're going to go do that. So I hope that that is just not, you know, one of my grand intentions that I don't follow through with because, of course, it's <laughs> lovely to visit with just her, too. But wait, um, so the quote again was what? Go back to the quote for a second. The smallest deed is better than the grandest intention. So, you know, we think of all these grandiose things we want to do and then we do nothing. Oh, so it would be better to do something. Yeah. Than to do and just to like say you're going to do nothing. something massive yeah. and do nothing at all. Yeah. Intention's funny. I had a, um, actually, I'll tell you where this came from and it really kind of shook me up a little bit. Um, and when I was having that conversation, remember over the summer when I told you there was an ex that I was trying to like get over, and I just couldn't get over. I just want to have one more conversation when uh-huh. we finally met up uh-huh. when I was in San Diego. And she said something that she learned in therapy that I felt like was really profound that maybe can be beneficial to you as well is that sometimes it's not the action, but it is the intention. And that's like actually just what I thought about um, with this one. Because the intention really is, I think says a lot more than the action itself, right? Because you can even mm-hmm. think about, like with, with that, we can go back to that quote for a second, then I'll go back to kind of what, what I was relating to there. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, like if you, you may have all good intentions of, um or let's let's turn let's turn that around. Let's say that you go out and you raised a thousand dollars for charity, but the uh-huh. only reason you were doing it is because you wanted to look good for, you know, your so social you could media. Post about it. Yeah, you post about it, or uh-huh. like you're running for a candidate or something. Well, you, you could know, talk about it. You could <laughs> I worked with somebody in radio one time. Listen, this this is such a ridiculous story. She told me that um, the only reason she ever votes is in case if she ever. It becomes like famous, more famous. Uh-huh. Or I guess just famous in general. I don't think radio people are famous, but uh, she would never want it to be on her record that she didn't vote. <laughs> oh. So she oh, she never wanted geez. to say that she didn't vote. So that that was her only reason for voting was because oh, she never wanted to be called not out for not she voting. Really cared about <laughs> who was winning or losing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. So intention's mm. funny, right? Intention's mm. a funny thing, and I guess that's so. Going back to the you know the. The, what was the intention of people's actions? I think if you really think about that, mm-hmm. it can really kind of help you break through some situations that may be tough for you. You know, like you can be really mad at, well, let's, let's take the reason why she was upset with me. Obviously mm-hmm. I was being inconsistent at the time uh-huh. and I was dating multiple people, you uh-huh. know, and, and kind of like, well, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. And, you know, I'd, I'd go back to her for a little bit, and I'd you know go away again, and yeah, we fight, and it's just back and forth, and like that. Obviously, could you could be really resentful, but I guess mm-hmm. what her therapist was, and this is not to get me off the hook, but I think this is <laughs> this is something that can really when because I use it a lot now, mm-hmm. which is like, what was the intention? Was my intention behind all of that 
was it to hurt her? Was I doing that to be to be malicious towards her? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they like yeah, the intent is way different. Right. The, the intent had nothing to do with her, honestly. It was just yeah. me and my messy life. It had nothing to do with who she like, was. Yeah, who she was, like or what, what, what I wanted with her. her. Like uh-huh. you know, what I what I I was doing, I was being selfish for sure. Mm-hmm. But I um it wasn't it I wasn't dating multiple people obviously to upset her and I think that yeah. when she told me that and it was kind of her breakthrough to kind of get over being angry at me mm-hmm. I use that a lot now where mm-hmm. I'm like okay so what was the intent because mm-hmm. honestly the intention is really greater than the action mm-hmm. especially when you comes to being mad at somebody if you really think of what the intent or again like you can flip it again of like, did somebody really do something to be nice or did they do something to benefit them? You know, right, exactly. the intent of actions are so important to think about. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe that might be a breakthrough for somebody. If you're mad at somebody for something, because it really is true. Just, you can have all, all these great intentions, but if you don't do something or do do something like that's mm-hmm. really, you know, that, I think that was a positive version of that quote, obviously, yeah, by, by doing something's better than thinking about doing something massive and doing nothing, and yes. doing nothing at all. Right. Versus yeah. doing something and then, you know, but I think intent can work the other way too, which is mm-hmm. what, what are truly the intentions behind everyone's actions? Right. Sorry, I've been trying to find a good place to drop this, this, uh, idea in, cause I do use it a lot now. Yeah. So and also, um, that's another one of those situations where you'd want to check it out. Sure. You know, be more curious yep. and judgmental and ask the question, you know, what is this about? Is this really about me? Is it, or is yep. it about him? Yep. Yep. Kind of got sidetracked from the quote, but still. Yeah, that's okay. It's right. <laughs> good. It's good. All right. So we'll get to Leah in just a couple seconds. She's a much better therapist than I am. Uh, and me too. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, uh, with uh, being a brand new, uh, well, this isn't even the right copy anymore. This is the new year's copy. Let's just talk. I'm just going to talk for actually, no, then we talk about the shower stuff. Let me talk about the shower. We'll come back to that in a second. Okay. (laughs) Um, better help is on our podcast this week and what great timing is actually have my first better help session tomorrow. Mm-hmm. At four forty-five, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about more of that more of that on tomorrow's show. Uh, mm-hmm. But BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling that you can do from your phone, and it's amazing because it's the kind of therapy that you want to do when you want to do it. I mean, on, it's almost well, I don't want to say it's on demand, but it's just super easy to schedule your sessions with your therapist. So, for example, my first one's coming up, right? And you go on, you see your your therapist schedule. And then you just you basically sign up in their in their calendar of like when you want to meet, and then when you do, you can do video, phone, or live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. If you feel uncomfortable doing that, that's fine. You can do it like it's a phone. I, I do voice chat, like um, it's basically a phone call, but it's through the app. But if you just want to type, that's fine too. Whatever you feel most comfortable with. It's much more affordable than in person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under forty eight hours. You can give it a try and see why over two million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Certified Mama's Boy listeners get 10% off their first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. It is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. All right, let me see if I can actually find this. Uh, 
this right copy. I don't okay. want to tell you the wrong thing. <laughs> we have moved on now to the shower portion of Manscaped. <laughs> Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in below the waist hygiene and uh, turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the ultra new premium collection. This is a all-in-one hygiene skin and a hair bundle designed to upgrade every man's shower and routine from head to toe. Your skin your hair and balls deserve this. <laughs> so you can save big by going to manscaped.com and using 20% off and plus free shipping with the promo code Kramer 20. Let me walk you through it. You got the uh, cologne infused ultra premium body wash with aloe vera and sea salt, keeping your skin fresh and clean and moisturized mm-hmm. all day. You've got uh, the hair care time, which is of course the two in one shampoo it's shampoo plus conditioner. It's uh, it cleans and nourishes in one step. So it doesn't take, you know, guys, we like things easy. We don't want things in yeah. multiple steps. Give me a two in one. So much easier. I, I do it. I do it eight in one. If they had one. You know what I mean? They just give me one for my whole body. I can be a toothpaste. It can be a mouthwash. Uh, what else can I make? It can be a shaving cream. Actually, it's so funny. There's another brand that I use. It's like this hippie brand. And I take it. I only use it when I go Um, I have like a little travel size of it. But it's literally 18 and one. Oh my gosh. This is, they don't, obviously, this is a commercial, so I won't spend time on it. I don't, I don't know what the 18 things are. I have to go back and see what the 18, 18 oh things. But word. it's like you can use it for travel. But uh, anyway, this, we, don't need, we don't need that many things. We said no. Two and one's good. Two and one's good. How uh, about the shower? You protect your body from body odor by applying mm. the Manscaped Aluminum Free Deodorant. And tattoos and dry skin gets hit with the hydrating body moisturizing spray and the. Um, lip balm, which is a free gift, by the way, with the mm. ultra premium collection. So Last but not nice. least, we're using the lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer to trim off any unwanted <laughs> body here. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, so it's a uh, it's a major key to the new shower routine. So it's a great package, <laughs> and like I said, it's uh, it, this is what we want. We want things that are going to be easy and uh, 20% off and free shipping with the code Kramer20 at manscaped.com. It's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com, and promo code is Kramer20. All right, we're going to get to Leah in just a couple of seconds with our Mental Health Monday. Before we do, hello, certified fans. How are you? It is good to see you. Thank you for all your support. I was hoping we'd have two new people by the end of the weekend, but we lost two people instead. I don't know. I can't. I don't know why. Like, it comes in waves. It's like we get a wave of new people, and then like we get a wave of people dropping out. And Aww, it's not here nor there. Sorry, I care. hope they're okay. Yeah. Um, so in case you uh, you don't know, certified fans are people that uh, can donate a couple dollars a month to podcasts and it comes with a bunch of perks. Think of it like a, uh, um, I don't know, like a, v, like a VIP club kind of thing where you get yeah. more inside access to the podcast and the new Mama Text, which are coming out today. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, anyway, if you want to support Cool, we'd love it. We would really appreciate it. You can just text the word uh, fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Uh, when we have somebody join the show new, we dedicate a show to them. When we don't, we go back and we spin our wheel of certified fans, and we thank someone that's been here for a while. And, oh, wow, somebody recent. 412. Wow. Certified fan number 412, okay. which is, we only have 417, so, or 420 now, I think, actually. Uh, so our certified fan again today is Kimberly W. Kimberly okay. W. From Ramona, California. She just joined in February. Ooh, okay. And already like that, she's racked up two whoop whoops. So uh-huh. we are super thankful for you, Kimberly W. Here's a bonus whoop whoop for you. Yes, we are. Whoop whoop. 
to Kimberly W. So yes. glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, really quick, two more pieces of housekeeping. We got to do our um, uh, voting is on for just a couple more days, mm. three more days to vote for Podcast Magazine. And no mm. matter what, we'll get through this month. And then depending on what certified fans vote on, then we'll decide if we're going to continue to vote for the upcoming months or not. But um, I just don't know how it worked. I don't know why. It was literally, but I, I don't, I don't know. I'm well, not I sure. think it's awesome either way. No, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I just, I, again, I, I made a statement and I feel like I don't, if I make a statement, I got to live up to it. And if I said, I if we, if we lose once mm-hmm. then we're out. Uh-huh. So I want to know what yeah. you think. So uh, text the word, um, uh, text the word vote, V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. It really is a big help and it makes the podcast look really cool i know it's janky a janky podcast but <laughs> it looks good and it makes us look um like a legit not janky podcast so thank you for doing that uh yeah, also really quick you. today is our first day of mama text this <laughs> is feel good motivational text from my mom that we send out every single monday it's brand new today so see what you think if you want to receive these you can just text the word depends on i don't know if it's gone out yet or not depending when you listen but if you text the word hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT, 833-MAMA-TEXT. Then uh, you can get on our little texting list. And every Monday, you start your week out with some some positivity. So 833-MAMA-TEXT, that's coming your way later on today. All right, Mom, that's it for today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right, Mental Health Monday. This is my friend Leah Aguirre, who is a great therapist, by the way. I hope you'll follow her on social media. You're modern therapist. And um, she's she's great. And we just talk about things that you may talk about in therapy. It could be relationships. could be mental health. We just call it Mental Health Monday because um, um, you see what we're doing here. Uh, by the way, Mental Health Monday is brought to you by our friends over at Dunn. Dunn is the affordable and professional way to take care of your ADHD. Uh, it's accessible to everyone, by the way. We love Dunn. Is there such thing as a soulmate? Leah, is there such thing as a as as one person? I feel like we get so fixated on this idea. And and to be completely honest with you, I know it's not our love month anymore, but this topic rolled over from love month. Um, <laughs> because I feel like we are brought up with this idea that there is supposed to be one only in your lifetime. Right. Yeah. Like you, you meet your, your quote unquote soulmate. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the only person that you're ever going to be with or ever possibly be happy with is that one person. If you don't end up with them, then your life is ruined over. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that means like your whole sense, like of self-worth and happiness contingent on one person, which isn't great. How do, that's a whole, that's a whole how do you feel about this? You, you deal a lot with, with dating. Yeah. Um, at the time of recording, you're in a relationship right now. No. Uh, we don't know at the time of air if this is true or not because we know how these things go. <laughs> Kramer's putting it out into the universe. No, you are. You might be engaged by now. I don't know. You may be out of the dating phase and engaged. We don't know. Definitely will be engaged and that would freak me out and should freak anyone else out that knows me. So, Well, what if he's your soulmate? Is, is your new boyfriend, is he your soulmate? I don't think I've ever felt like someone's my soulmate, to be honest. Ever. No? Is that, no. do you think that's an unhealthy thing? I mean, is, is no, there, what would you do about people that come to you? Cause I think no matter if you're single or if you're in a relationship, uh-huh. the idea might go through your head. Like if this is, this is this person, are they the only one I'm, like that I could ever be happy with or should be happy with? Um, I don't think that's what, what you, soulmate, soulmate, soulmates mean though. Like I think people take soulmates 
I don't think they're like mutually exclusive to the one for a lot of people. If that makes sense. So you you think there's a difference between soulmates and the one? Well, I think it's I think they're like used interchangeably, but I think lots of people have different. Like I think some people, and I believe soulmates don't necessarily have to be your life partner or like long term partner. Okay. So, okay. So like, and I actually kind of like that because it leaves room for lots of connections. Like even the idea of having not just one, but a couple soulmates, like people that really deeply understand you. And like, there's this ounce, this like incredible understanding between the two of you that maybe like you can't really explain or articulate. And I think mm-hmm. like there's actually a couple of friends I feel that with where it just feels like, is it me? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was what me for a second. This is where I come out as you being my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you? Like, I think you're my soulmate. And I was like, oh, okay. No, we have a lot of misunderstandings. I enjoy you and I like you and I appreciate our friendship, but I don't think we're soulmates. But- How awkward would that be, though, in the middle of this of this podcast? You're just like, but I also think you're my soulmate. And then I would just let it sit here awkwardly for like six minutes and then drop a commercial yeah. in. I know. I mean, we'll talk about manscapes now. Um. Wait. Okay, so soulmates. So, 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 so you, you, you're under the understanding that or belief that you can have multiple soulmates throughout a lifetime. That you well, can find multiple people that you fi- feel like you have a connection with. Yeah. Okay. But, so then, are you but okay? I think you, you're kind of, I think, like the idea that you're suggesting, which again, I think it's just people have different take on what soulmates are. Mm-hmm. Like twins, twin stars. You know that kind of idea, like we're like connected in some greater universe, whatever it is. And I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar with the language, but I would say you're thinking and kind of like, if we're saying soulmates is like the one, like you have this one person, right? Okay. So, okay. That's, okay. That's perfect. So, it. so for the so sake of your, in your, so you think there's a difference. So and there can be multiple soulmates. So then how do I know which soulmates the one then? Yeah, fine. But we can narrow it down. So I think we're just talking about the one. Well, so this is, I think we've talked about this and I don't know. I think we have very different understandings of our parents and their relationships. My parents, I think I grew up thinking there was the one because of what I saw between my parents and they are not perfect together. Like I'm not saying that by any means, but they really complement each other. And I feel like it just works. And I don't think that how it works is super common. So that's where like, it's hard. I think I had believed I had growing up this belief that there is the one do I still think that I don't know and it's mm. and so this is not more even like a psychology mental health thing I feel like it's just it's hard because and think about all the people that like lose their loved one right so they become a widow or a widower mm. and they meet someone else and they have like the second love of their life right and mm. so I don't think it's as straightforward and I think the movies teach us like it is that straightforward I think a lot of the things we learn and socialize to believe is that you have this one person and you have to find them. And like, and that's what leads people to like, you know, like, honestly, I think make sometimes really impulsive decisions. Cause they're like, I've never felt this way before. And like, is that lust? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's to me, I think like choosing a life partner or like a long-term partner is like this conscious decision you're making. And it, I don't know if it's like there's just this one person. I do believe in like timing. So I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. But what's is the question? Can you have more of the one? Well, I I do you think the idea of the one would be a toxic belief in 2022? I think it can mess with people and their decisions for sure. Because mm. I think 
say you think you say, say you've like, you've have this belief that your partner is the one you've like committed to each other. And then something happens, like there's an unhealthy dynamic or maybe like things take a turn and you know, whatever, whatever reason. And then if you're like, well, it's the one. And then I think then there's this belief that you have to stay in a really bad situation. So I think that's Mm. something that I think is, should be avoided. And I also think people will mistake less for the one. Mm-hmm. like feeling incredibly connected it's like this like passionate relationship and you're just like this is amazing and it's like because everything's so exciting and new i mean that's yeah, honestly so when i got out of my marriage the first one i used to call it the toxic one but then i changed your name to the first one because i felt like that was kind of rude um <laughs> but that's like what it was was mm-hmm. like everything was so new and exciting and fun and light and like everything my marriage wasn't for 10 years that yeah. I just assumed that like that must be the feeling. Yeah. When you've met the one. But then things did not go well after a, a while. Yeah. And then that was extremely confusing to me. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute. What was that feeling that I had then? Right. Like what in the world? If I felt so sure and confident that I had met the one of oh my and God. Because yeah, sparks I mean, I've never had sparks fly the way I did with her, you know? Well so I was like what else could this be? Well, and I think, I think that's different from like, like the your first love or like being in love. I think people can be in love multiple times, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like for example, my college relationship, I was like convinced it was the one, but like <laughs> now as like a thirty four year old, I'm like definitely wasn't the one, but it was someone I fell in love with and like was definitely my first love, and so, but. I think in the moment you feel that way. So I don't, Mm -hmm. but I think there's, I really do think we have this, this social programming from like the movies, like think about it, like Cinderella, like just all the fairy tales that were told and like the romantic comedies and like, and like I think too, and you see these couples overcome all these obstacles and like, and it just took so much to get to where they were. And they're like, they, they, you know, defied all odds, defied, right? Defied. defied sure. Cause like, yeah, okay, exactly, right. Our parents, I like, think about it. Like they, they've both been together for so long. Right. So like, I look at that. I'm like, well, like what, what am I doing so wrong over here? You know? I don't think, I think there's also like, I think, I just think there's, I think it's also like kind of like luck. I really do think that it's like yeah. the first time around, maybe you're like, okay, this is what I want. If you pick, if you start dating and marry, you're like, you know, you're 20 at 22, 24. And then you're like, oh, we're so different. We could not be any different. And our personalities right. completely crash. Clash. It's not because like you didn't love them. It's because you didn't know what it meant to be in a committed relationship with this person for a long time. Like, I don't think people, again, like you don't go into it thinking like, I'm at a, you know, I want to divorce this person. You think like, this is it. Especially because I think, again, it's like the feelings. And I think that has to do with like physical intimacy a lot of the time. I think it has to do with like being young and not really knowing what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it's your first serious relationship. I think a lot of people will like get really excited, which is exciting. But then you don't think, will this person make a good long-term partner? Will this person offer me like stability? Can they be a good parent if I want to have kids with them? Like you don't think about all that stuff, especially in your early twenties. I didn't think about any of that. No, I didn't obviously. Uh, um, I would also like to change your theory that no one plans on getting divorced. My wife, ex-wife actually told me, she said, it was like right after we got married and I was kind of getting stressed about it. I had like a panic right after we got married, probably for all obvious reasons. But, um, she was like, well, I'm not really worried about it because if I just don't want to be married anymore, I'll just divorce you. I was like, oh, what? Wow. 
<laughs> and well, she was right. Were her parents divorced? At least, uh, yes. See, I really do think there's also your background really and your, your experiences and what you witnessed growing up plays a huge part in how you believe relationships are. Like I know, but I mean, it varies, but like, I know like for the friends that I've had that have had parents and actually I have a weird number of friends whose parents are still together, but I do have like a handful of friends that aren't together. The parents split and then they really didn't believe in the one. And like, it even took convincing to really commit to someone. Cause it's kind of like, well, things don't last. Right. That's kind of right. like, and so they're like, how can you be certain? You can't be certain because my parents got married and they, you know, they were certain now they, you know, didn't work out. So I think, I think all those things play into our belief system, even like maybe your parents like led you to believe that it all works out. But like, I think your mom's been honest about like, like it takes work and it's not like, I don't know. It's not like easy breezy. Sure. Yeah. So there you go. Um, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with the one out there, people. Good luck. But I think, yeah, I mean, just to sum it up, I think that's like a having that expectation in 2022. I think it's great, but I think it's, um, uh, it could be a little toxic when you look at it from, well, and you don't want to, depending on how you enter your, your relationship. Yeah. I think thinking that that person, if that person is the only person you're ever with, great. But if they're not, I think that's also okay. Right. And I think you don't want to ignore red flags. I would be like cautious. Like if you're Correct. in something and you see, oh, this is actually really weird. Oh no, that doesn't feel right. I trust your gut. I always tell people like trust your gut knows like you, our bodies. Yep. know. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. All right. Your, your Instagram, Leah, she does have a lot of great quotes. Actually, I, I really do it. I don't, I don't want to make fun of it. Cause I think it actually is really good. Sometimes um, you comments and they're just like sassy comments. So then I'm like, mm. Mm, does he like this or he's being a jerk? Yeah. But um, yeah, you can find me <laughs> on Instagram at your modern therapist. And I do have a lot of links to the uh, media features I'm in and my blog post from psychology today. And you can just see them all on my link in my profile. So check it out. Mental Health Monday is brought to you by our friends over at Dunn. And you can, it actually, it makes ADHD care more affordable and accessible to everyone. And that's what Dunn does. They increase the awareness of adult ADHD and they use this podcast to do it because we say there's so many people that just sit here suffering with cloudy mind, forgetfulness, and things that, uh, anxiety that comes without being able to get enough things done during the day. Are you terrible at remembering things? All of these things affect your mental health and can be helped through the process of done. That's what done has done here. We talk about better help, but done is like the opposite process where they literally will take a, the, the, uh, it's all in one place. You don't have to go from, you know, general practitioners they have to get to a therapist and then we have to go through a testing. Like they literally take care of all of this for you. It's so much more convenient. It is judgment free. They have expert providers, board certified practitioners. They're going to lead you through the whole entire process. Personalized treatment. It's going to be just for you, depending on what you want to do in your medical history. It's personalized for you and only you. And it's affordable. It's $79 a month, including your personalized treatment plan, free delivery to your door with your medications and continuous care. So yeah, like you can't, you can't go to a doctor's appointment for that much, not a therapist. So consider, hopefully you'll consider. And what we always say is like, if you don't know if you are, uh, if you have if someone that has adult ADHD, hopefully they'll take this really quick assessment. And that's why they've chosen to come on this podcast is just to spread the awareness of adult ADHD. So do this. Just text the word done, D-O-N-E to 888-Kramer8. Text done to 888-Kramer8, or you can always go on the show notes and click on the link over there and find out more about our friends over at Done. 
All right. Don't forget to sign up for your mama texts. They come out today, probably around two o'clock Eastern, 11 Pacific. So you can just get some motivation to your phone, right? This is what this podcast is all about, right? Live, laugh, love your mom. You know, live our lives out loud. Laugh a lot and get motivated and love my mom, who's going to motivate you. Okay, added that part in, but it works. Have a great Monday. See you back here tomorrow for Ask My Mom. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.